Hi everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast coming to you from the park in the truck with Sunbun here on my lap. And uh, today's topic, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, is going to be not only using what we have, but using what we've made. Do you have any of those half-done projects? Do you have any of those partially completed piles? Do you have any of those lofty idea, you know, zones that had great purpose but never materialized into a completed project? Yep. This might be a very, very good time to take a look at those again with new eyes. In this day and age when um, maybe the economy is not as robust as we like, maybe home prices are not doing what we like, Maybe rent is high, maybe food, what used to um, be $2 is now $10 for some strange reason. Um, Maybe it is time to take a look at those half-done projects. Uh, So I decided to do that. I have a big box of uh, not so much half, well, no, let's let's be truthful. There are half-done projects. Yes, I confess, there are half-done projects. Um, why are there half-done projects, Pam? Um, I would like to confess that I get distracted easily and I move on to another project and I get excited about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And, um, maybe I do not complete the initial project. And, uh, because I promote following your imaginative whims and if you feel like something and it brings you joy and you have fun doing it, then do it. So um, this can result in a pile of half-done projects. Um, <clears throat> I am also the grand owner of a crate full of junk journal embellishments that I've made. Um, really just for the sake of uh, doing four videos a week, I tend to make a few things. And um, I love making them with you. I, I thoroughly enjoy them. And uh, hey, I got some things I can pull from. So I thought instead of, you know, jumping off and, and making a bunch of new things, um, I would focus on the things that I've made or half made and see if I can bring them together, unify them under maybe with new eyes maybe take a journal that is a blank journal, a writing journal, an undecorated journal, and marry it with some things that somebody could decorate it with. Maybe it's partially decorating a journal and not fully decorating a journal, leaving some space for somebody else to play or to write. Or maybe it's decorating a journal a completely different way. Um, than I've ever decorated it before. Um, Or maybe taking a project that I thought was going to look like X. Um, But maybe my my little imaginative fire had burned out with X and it's time to turn it into Y. Because Y seems like a lot more fun at the moment. And why not? (laughs) Um, What do you think, Sunny? Do you have any um, profound tips to uh, explore here? I'm just looking at squirrels. Thank you very much. And and maybe that's what I should probably do is look at more squirrels and just take in the squirrels and, and see what the squirrels are doing. 
Yes, and if you would just open the door and let me chase the squirrels, life would be grand. Oh, well, we're just going to have to see about that because then I'd have to chase you. And I don't know if I can catch you because you're pretty fast. He's the master of keep away. Let me tell you, I did everything not to create the keep away dog. And I still got one. Okay, the, the big thing I learned was never chase your dog. Okay, <clears throat> it's what all the books said. If you don't want to be chasing your dog down the street because he gets out the front door, don't chase your dog. You When the dog gets away, you go in the opposite direction and the dog will follow you. Okay. I did that. Yeah. My dog still plays keep away. I don't know why. It just happens. And um, so we have our little tips and our tricks, right? You need more tips and tricks with your crafting, Mom. I know. I know. I know. So what we do is we... We do the secret cornering because we, we tried the, okay, we did try chasing him. And because uh, sometimes we just want to go take him for a walk or something and uh, he just doesn't want to come. <laughs> and it's funny because once we get him and we get him out there, he's very happy. There's something, I, he, I think he turns it into a little game. Okay, you chase me and then I'll run away and then finally you'll get me and then we'll go for the walk. Seems to be the game, right, Sunbun? Um, how does that relate to our crafting? Well, you know, Mom, they're, they're like ideas. Sometimes you got to chase them, and sometimes they can. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. Come to you. Well, that's that's very profound, son. Thank you very much for sharing that. Um, so anyway, basically, we go into the bedroom and close the door, and then we have them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the tactic. And um, maybe there's a way to interweave that with crafting. Let's see if we can figure that one out. Mm, lofty ideas. There's lots of them. Lots of things to play with. Or sometimes nothing. We've got nothing. It's just like bats in a belfry floating around in our brain and, and bouncing off the walls of this empty cavern known as our skull. Um, what to do? Maybe it's time to... Well, locking myself in the bedroom is probably not going to help. Unless, of course, I decide to take a little nap and just let my imagination come up with something on its own. Have you ever done that? That's kind of fun sometimes. Sometimes when you pressure yourself a lot to come up with something creative, it's counterproductive. You just drive yourself into this little hole of nothingness. But sometimes if you just let go and release it and you let your imagination weave something together when you're not really paying attention... That's when amazing things can happen. It's like it needs a pressure relief valve where it can, it's, it's like as if there's little sprites that can be released and they, they, can, they can have fun and play without the pressure of having to perform. I, I think that's a lot of it with um, enjoyment crafting, um, where we're just doing it for the pure enjoyment of it, but not necessarily for the final product. It's that playfulness that's allowed to exist that we can just have fun with. We can just 
release our judgment and just open the space on our mind and our heart to let things happen or let things evolve or let things be presented to us as if we're almost um, an observer of the play that's going on. And um, <clears throat> I'll tell you often, you know, I'll have um, a rudimentary idea in my head about what I'm going to make or what I'm going to do on a video and I'll be thinking, okay, four videos this week. What am I going to make? What am I going to make? What am I going to make? And I do have a, a beautiful book chock full of ideas because I, I really do capture all of your ideas, all of my ideas, and I write them down because I know how beautiful and vital they are because specifically just for those moments when I, when I can't think of a darn thing. And, but often what happens more often than not, I'll be thinking, okay, I'm going to, am I going to do this idea, that idea, this idea, that idea. And I'll walk into my craft room and I'll just walk by something. It could be a ribbon, a piece of paper, um, uh, you know, um, a scrapbook piece of paper. It could be a book page. It could be anything. And all of a sudden, flash, something will happen. And I'll have this thought of, wouldn't it be cool if, or wouldn't it be fun if, or that could be better if. And all of a sudden, it's like this little disengaging of a couple cars of a train going downhill and momentum starts to build. And next thing you know, the whole idea is mapped out within seconds and I'm off and running in that new direction. Now, this can be a wonderful thing. Um, you know, going off into a direction and having fun and playing and creating and, and that type of thing. Or it can completely derail a uh, planned project if I was doing something, had a purpose, had a direction, and all of a sudden veer off into left field. Now, hey, there's nothing wrong with left field, right? What's wrong with left field? Is it better than right field? I mean, is there something about left field that got a bad rap, you know? What are you doing over there in left field? Following my imagination? Um, following my joy? Following my fun? Well, get back over there into right field where everybody's appropriate, standing in line, you know, advancing one thought at a time. You know, there's no, you know, wait, wait a minute. Maybe there's more than just left and right field. Maybe there's an entire universe. And maybe we have these things called fields as a way to organize our own thoughts or compartmentalize our ideas or organize our day, organize our mind. Think about how much is appropriate. How much appropriate fun are we going to have today? If we spend all day in the craft room, that is superfluous. That is a waste of time. That is not getting any of the housework done. Nobody has a meal. We're not saying hello to friends and family. Oh, that's just awful, right? Or is it? Is it? I don't know. I've had some pretty darn good days in the craft room. Sometimes better <laughs> than with <laughs> friends and family. But, um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I think that uh, it's, it's, that's part of the judgment, you know? How much is enough and how much is too much? Is there a too much? Well, if you never leave to go to the bathroom, it's probably too much, okay? We do have things we need to take care of. It's, oh, I want to say balance, but how do you know when the balance 
is occurred has occurred you know that feeling when you're having fun with a friend when you were little and you were playing and you were having such a great time and your mom would come out and she would say all right kids time to come in and it would seem to always be at the pinnacle of the funness not now mom just not right now because right now we are raging with our funness it is like the most fun ever to be had and if we have to go right now it would just like pop the bubble and of course, that pretty much occurred every night, right? When mom would come out and say, it's time to come inside. Remember when kids used to play outside? I know that was a thing, believe it or not. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. Um, maybe as adults, we allow ourselves to stay beyond that pinnacle, you know? And, or through the pinnacle. And we enjoy it and revel in it. And sometimes life gets in the way. I know that. There's a knock at the door. There's a phone call. There's a need expressed. There's a hungry face at the door. There's somebody who needs his laundry. There's somebody who can't find the other sock. You know, I know, I know. <clears throat> sometimes it's little things, sometimes it's big things. But uh, sometimes it's helpful to parse your day a little bit, a little quadrant, so that you know you're going to have that touchstone of fun or that touchstone of relaxation or that touchstone of not thinking about anything else other than the papers so that you can have a reprieve or a rest or a break or whatever it is that um, feels good to you or that recharges your battery. Um, it's a good feeling to have, to know that you gift that to yourself. And sometimes it's only three seconds. And that's okay too. And sometimes it's all day and you don't come out of the craft room and that's okay too. Because sometimes that's what you need. You need an all day event. It's like you're going in for full immersion. Um, you're just going to go in and see what happens without direction, without purpose, or sometimes with grand direction and grand purpose. So maybe you have a few projects around that you started, that you have started, that are over there in the corner. Maybe they're from last year. Maybe it's getting close to Halloween time. Maybe it's from Halloween three years ago. And you had this nice little idea you were going to make a, a Halloween journal or a mystery journal or a suspense journal or an Edgar Allan Poe journal or a Frankenstein journal or a witch journal or a, a something spooky related to holiday and you started to collect some things and um, there they sat in there not enoughness or not motivated enoughness yet now what what if you just pick that up that little project and and maybe it's not complete maybe you don't have everything but maybe that's okay and maybe this is your starting place and maybe today is the day that you're going to take steps towards that project and and if for nothing more than just seeing what it feels like to pursue that project taking out of the equation the end result taking out what is on the right of the equal sign but just looking at the component parts that you have and maybe you don't have all the parts maybe you can make the parts that's a nice thing about being a crafter often we can improvise with things we have to create the things we don't have. Um, one thing that is, I think I like to encourage people to remember is that if you don't have enough themed things to make a typical 
a typical, what is that? I don't know. A, a themed journal that you're working on. Maybe draw them. Maybe think of the essence of as opposed to the actual. Maybe um, a Halloween journal doesn't have pumpkins and witches and goblins and black cats. Maybe it has dark and mysterious colors. Maybe it has torn pages from a magazine with those colors that you want to incorporate. Maybe you're going to make master boards using those colors. Maybe you're going to take colored pencils or crayons and and uh, just uh, draw some neurographic art and just have some fun with that and then cut out the shapes and then use them in your journal. Um, the essence. Gathering the essence can sometimes create something that is beyond our expectations um, and also very new and it will help you learn where your creative envelope ends and where you can push it. Sometimes it's good to give it a nice little nudge um, <clears throat> as we explore the predictable and also as we go into self-judgment of comparing what we make to others. Um, sometimes it's really fun to watch a lot of other people create things um, but then sometimes we slide into the, oh my goodness, mine doesn't look anything like yours. Oh, that's such a good thing. And that's such a relief because in there lies your own originality and your own beautiful way of doing it that only you can do. And I promise you the harshness with which you judge your projects or your work or, or whatever it is will not be seen the same by others' eyes. Um, it's amazing how tough we are on ourselves with our work. Um, and really to realize we have no control over whether somebody likes something or not. Absolutely zero control. Um, you know, I mean, it's the funniest thing with food. You ever notice like, you know, you think, my gosh, I don't know how anybody can like beets. Beets are the most bland, boring, nasty tasting, bitter, awful, yucky things. And then you'll come across some beet lovers and they'll just be reveling in it, making borscht, um, you know, just making beet salad, having a grand old time. And you just wonder, you just wonder, like, who are these people? How do they derive enjoyment from that? Well, the same thing goes with our crafting. Um, one thing I've definitely learned in uh, putting things up for sale uh, you kind of have to take a big inhale and just go for it and then not judge for the people who are looking to buy because you don't know what they're going to like. They're going to have touchstones and memories and triggers and emotions related to certain colors, events, holidays, um, experiences, styles that you can't even fathom. And um, I encourage you just to release that and let what happens, happens. Those journals or those creations or those embellishments or whatever art or craft project you're working on will find the right homes. The ones who it resonates with will be pulled forward. They will be uh, intrigued. Their imaginations will be piqued. They will come and um, they will connect. And the ones who there's no connection will simply drift away and they'll go to other places and they'll find connection and um, uh, 
meaning and feeling in other places. And that's okay. And that's why we have such variety. And that's why it's, it's okay to not be a replica of everybody else. Because you're, you have your own style inside of you, even if you don't know what it is. It is in there, and it wants to come out, and it wants to morph itself and be expressed in a million and one different ways. And it doesn't know if it's happy to play with watercolor or um, ribbons or craft paper today. But all it knows is it wants to come out and express itself. So, um, you know, I encourage you to give yourself the gift of the journey, whatever that looks like for you today, whether you're making something old or new, when you're, whether you're rehabilitating an old project, breathing new life into it with new eyes. Maybe you're taking three or four different projects and merging them into one. Just looking at them uh, with a little different fresh perspective can change everything. So, Sunshine, you want to wish everybody a happy day? Happy crafting, everybody. We're at the park now, and there are squirrels. Okay, all right, well, I'll take you. I'll take you to go see the squirrels, okay? Okay, Mom. Um, that's from us to you. Uh, we love you all very much. I hope you're having a fun-filled day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.